You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. this edition of Catholic Chicago, where we focus on the Black Catholic Initiative here at the Archdiocese of Chicago. I'm the new host of the BCI radio show, and my name is Father Michael Trail, and I'm honored to serve as the pastor of St. Thomas the Apostle in Hyde Park. You're listening to us here today on WB, WNDZ, 750 AM. We're also streaming on our YouTube channel, Catholic Chicago. As we come together this day, it's a time for us to um, hear about the different concerns that affect the Black Catholic community here in the Archdiocese of Chicago, and particularly one of the things that uh, we as a community are looking forward to is our annual Sunrise Prayer Service. Each year, we come together uh, as a community uh, sponsored by the the Black Deacons of Chicago, and uh, we ask for God's blessings upon uh, all of our school children as they begin a new academic year. And so... uh, I'm honored today to have two guests with me here on the radio show, Deacon Leroy Gill, who's the campus minister at uh, St. Benedict the African Academy, and Father Bob Kelly, who's the pastor of Our Lady of Africa. Welcome to the both of you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. You know, um, I, the Sunrise Prayer Service has been going on for a long time, and before we dive into uh, some of our conversations today, I want us to be able to uh, take a few seconds and take a look at uh, some of our prayer service last year. So I'm honored uh, to have Deacon Leroy and Father Bob Kelly uh, with us here because um, both play uh, instrumental parts in, in the uh, Sunrise Prayer Service. Uh, Deacon Leroy, you were the, uh, the founder of the prayer service, so can you just share a little bit about how it kind of came to be uh, in 2010? Well, thank you for having me. In 2009, when the Black Deacons were having our meetings, you know, we started discussing the issue of violence. And it's ironic that we have Father Kelly today because I was the deacon at Holy Angels at the time. And a couple of the kids was going through some traumatic experiences. Um, 
as it relates to violence, somebody in their family members were killed. Um, I saw a kid that was my altar server who wore a urn around his neck, basically, with the ashes of his brother who was murdered. And I began to have dialogue with the kids at the school and learned how much these kids are being affected by the violence. And as the, you know, as the year went on, I called a meeting with the priests that are active, that were actively involved in violence ministries, Father Flager, Father Kelly, Father Dom, uh, you know, Mercy Home. So it was a big meeting we had because what I had seen was that the church was doing something, but it was individually. They, they nobody was talking to each other. It was we were all over the place. So just called a meeting and brainstormed with the priests, the deacons, and um, to start collaborating. And uh, out of that, you know, other organizations were formed, and we began this movement towards this church being involved in the violence a little more and collectively. And the sunrise idea came because I've always felt that the deacon's job, you know, it's like the disciples. You know, if, there, if there's a dilemma in the community, if there's some, something affecting the church, I, I think we should mobilize the people of God. I think that the deacons, that's our call. So we used to have Easter Sunday mass on the beach at Holy Angels uh, years ago. And it was just an awesome feeling. And I said, oh, we're going to do this for violence, do a prayer service for violence. And that's how it started. You know, scripture, scripture says that, I think it's in Mark's gospel, Jesus says in, early in the morning when it was dark, he got up. You know, and he went away to pray. So it's, it's scripturally based and it's just, it's a good time. It's, it's seeing the beauty that God intended for us, not all this violence, you know. We're seeing the birds and the water and the sun rising. And it's just a beautiful atmosphere to pray to God for a healing of our land. Absolutely. And, and that's how it started. Absolutely. No, and, we were and we were doing it in the beginning, the first few years, when the permits were free. <laughs> we were doing it on all the beaches in the morning. So we were from 79th Street south all the way up to Evanston. Every beach along the way, a deacon was doing a prayer service on the beach or a mass. So it was it was powerful. It was very powerful. And um, so it's just evolved since then. No, that's 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 great. Actually, I didn't realize that that um, that they were doing it on all the beaches uh, in the early years. And so then at what point oh, yeah. and then at what point did you all consolidate to, to go by the beach uh, that's by uh, Our Lady of Africa? I think it was about five years ago. When the administration changed for the park district, okay, because we were getting waivers for the permit fees. Got it. And then all of a sudden, the, the permits are almost a thousand dollars, so we couldn't afford right every beach. Sure. So that's what happened. Okay. You know, I've I've only been to the ones that have been at, at the at the one beach uh, by Our Lady of Africa, and I I can t say firsthand how powerful of an experience it is. A really powerful experience of prayer uh, to see everybody come together. You know, Father Bob, you're the you're the pastor of uh, Holy Angels School, uh, which is right right by there. And um, you know, as a pastor of a school, you know, you see the concerns of of the students. What are some things like? What are some kind of uh, things that 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 you see some of your students go through? 
Well, you know, violence, every time there's a violent act involving a school or children coming from school, this affects the whole school and the whole community, especially with students in school. And uh, we know what's happened in the past year just at Uvalde. And I mean, there's been so many school shootings since the 1990s. And every time this comes up, it just affects all of the students in the school and their parents too. Uh, uh, you know, children used to walk to school if they lived in the neighborhood, but that's really become a thing of the past because of uh, the possibility of violence and drive-by shootings and, uh, uh, and also the possibility of violence coming through the front door of the school too. You know, it affects parents are extremely concerned about uh, violence in the school and uh, uh, they want to make sure that you have a proper safety plan. And I know that our school does have a proper safety plan uh, to prevent these issues. But most students now are driven to school by their parents or their grandmothers or their aunts and uncles because of the fear of even walking to school too. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. Is, as the, as the pastor of a school myself, you know, I, I, I share that, that concern with you as well, that, you know, many, many of the students at my school at St. Thomas, you know, there, you know, there is a, uh, a fear there, you know, of, um, making sure that everyone's safe and, uh, you know, all of us doing our part to make sure that, that we keep all of our students safe. But I think the prayer, the, the Sunrise Prayer Service is certainly uh, an opportunity where we ask for God to, um, to, to, to bless our students and to be with them as they begin a new academic year. What are some of the um, themes that might have come up over the years, uh, Deacon Leroy, um, for, the prayer, for the prayer service? Some of the themes? Yeah. Did you say themes? Yes, themes, yeah. Um... I think for the kids, there's this theme of, uh, I remember we started an organization at Holy Angel School called SAVE. It was Students Against Violence Everywhere. Uh, and we, we kept that theme for, for, for a couple of years and, and, and it began to grow. It was an organization uh, founded by a parent whose kid was, was murdered in, um, I believe it was in, they were in Florida though. But we partnered with them and um, began to do that. So the themes have always just been, you know, it's your heart, the violence in your family, in your lives, in your school, and in your neighborhoods, and, and different things like that. But what it does for me as a minister, and I minister at a school as well, just like you two, at St. Benedict, it, it, it gives me an opportunity to, to go to the kids. I spend a lot of time talking with the kids about what's going on in their lives what's going on in the communities, you know, and a lot of these kids are going through traumatic, you know, things. And, and, and we have, you know, learned to partner. We partnered with the police in the district. A matter of fact, this Friday, we're having a barbecue for the seven district police, uh, you know, because we, we do our best to protect our kids. We, we, we try to make our kids feel safe. That's the whole thing for me is I want our kids to feel safe and know that we care. Absolutely, and the thing is, you know, with um, uh, what I what I can appreciate about us from our from from our perspective as, as Catholics is that, 
you know, we're, we're doing the real work of partnering with, with organizations and people, but also, too, as, as people of faith, you know, we're, we're, we're taking this opportunity to uh, seek the Lord's help and guidance and uh, seeking his protection over um, all of our students and in all of our schools and educational institutions here in the Archdiocese and across the city as well. You know, I think that's such an important thing for us as people of faith. You know, friends, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, we have more of our conversation coming uh, after a break, break, so stay with us. Catholic Charities Refugee Resettlement Program has been especially busy this year, assisting individuals and families who have fled dangerous situations in their homeland, including Afghanistan and the Ukraine. The Refugee Resettlement Team helps with everything they need to start to rebuild their lives in a new country, including housing, employment, clothing, food, English classes, and referrals for legal and immigration services. The refugees are tremendously grateful for the compassion and practical help they're receiving, and they're giving back and helping each other plan for a brighter, safer future. Volunteer opportunities are currently available for those who would like to be family mentors and tutors so children and adults can practice English. To learn more about these rewarding opportunities, call 312-655-7096. That's 312-655-7096. This is year 44 for me teaching. When I started here, there were teachers here that had taught me when I was a student. Now I'm the old person. (laughs) Right now, I teach junior high math. I love when kids find what I'm teaching to be fun and they get it. I see that light bulb go off and it's a thrill. People are always amazed. What? What? You're here for 44 years? It's hard for me to believe, frankly. (laughs) I love what I do. Every summer I think, oh, I miss the classroom. Even on the weekends, I think I can't wait to get back on Monday and teach those quadratic equations. (laughs) Shape the next generation of leaders. Teach. Apply today at artchicago.org slash schooljobs. Do you have an old bicycle that's not being used? Consider donating it to Catholic Charities Veterans Bike Project of Lake County. Skilled volunteers are refurbishing bicycles to make them safe and ready to be used by veterans to get to and from their new places of work. We also gratefully accept financial contributions that are used to purchase bike helmets and other safety accessories. Our veterans have faithfully served the United States, and now it is our privilege to serve them. For more information on the Veterans Bike Project of Lake County, call 847-782-4219. That's 847-782-4219. 
welcome back from our break. I'm Father Michael Trail uh, in this edition of Catholic Chicago. Uh, we're focusing on the Black Catholic Initiative here at the RSI Chicago. And for those of you just joining us, I'm here with Deacon Louis Gill, who is the coordinator for the Sunrise Prayer Service, and Father Bob Kelly, the pastor of Our Lady of Africa. Um, and so just uh, want to continue our conversation a little bit. You know, we've talked a little bit about the historic uh, development of the Sunrise Prayer Service. We've talked a little bit about, you know, some of the concerns uh, for our um, some for our students, you know, um, and asking for God's blessings to be upon them as they begin this new year. Let's talk a little bit about the um, just the kind of logistics of, of what the Sunrise Prayer Service looks like. Um, maybe if uh, Deacon Leroy, you can kind of share what some of those logistics look like. Um, well, it's at the Oakwood Beach on um, 39th and Lakeshore Drive. Um, you can enter from Lakeshore Drive at Oakwood Boulevard. Um, and we're just right out, you know, a few feet from the uh, parking lot. Very easy to get to off the Dan Ryan, the Pershing Road. And like I said, off the uh, Lakeshore Drive at, at, Oakwood, at Oakwood Boulevard. Great. And I, I was told, I, I got told many years ago, you got to bring your own chair, right? <laughs> got to bring your own chair. Yeah, we don't furnish chairs. <laughs> That's great. And you I, know, and there, uh, yeah, I, bring a chair, blanket, and if it rains, then we go to Father Bob, we go to Father Kelly's church, yeah. right down the street. So right. it works out. And God's been good to us. We've only had to go there once. Yeah. Uh, over the over the years, we've only got rain once. Okay. So it's been a blessing. Great. Right. Yeah. So, and, um, you know, this, the, the, the sunrise service has been good, uh, in a sense that since 2010 to date, you know, when I first sat out with Cardinal George about this vision, you know, and, and he was very supportive. And as we, as years went on, he, he, he started the, he formed the Catholics for nonviolence organization where a lot of people that were involved in the Archdiocese on Violence, they all came together. Uh, you know, the gospel of nonviolence came out of it. We we collaborated with Mercy Home, with Peace Corner, uh, with uh, uh, Peace Circles, Restorative Justice. Uh, and then my wife, uh, Teresa Gill, formed Parenting for Nonviolence. Uh, she's working in different schools. She's in the jails. Um, she's at the hospitals. Um, working with, um, you know, thought things for parents as it relates to the violence, raising a, a violence-free home. So we've had the pleasure of working with a lot of organizations. And I think that was the, the most powerful thing of this, you know, Life Directions. I remember one year, Life Directions made like five, 600 crosses for all the people that had died that year. And we had that all across the sand. So we, we've We've been able to work with other organizations. We've been able to spread the good news. We, we, we've had call to actions where we even let people know what they can do. Everybody wants to know, what can I do? You know, and it's and it's so many things that you can do. You know, and that's that's the good thing about what we're doing this year. Oh, that's great. You know, and and Father Bob, you know, I, I really, on this theme of, of, of nonviolence, um, you know, the, the parish can be a great vehicle uh, to promote uh, anti-violence initiatives. Uh, can you just share some of the things that, you know, maybe historically, even currently you're doing at Our Lady of Africa, or maybe in some of your other previous assignments to promote nonviolence? Uh, well, we've always, in every parish that I've been in, we united five parishes last July 1st, a year ago. 
and um, uh, uh, that was St. Ambrose, St. Anselm, uh, Corpus Christi, St. Elizabeth, and Holy Angels. And um, it, uh, it's uh, communities of Bronzeville and Kenwood and uh, Washington Park. And these are communities that have all been affected by violence. And so there's a natural reaction to always pray and work against violence. And, you know, we have an outreach coordinator, uh, Liddell Johnson, who kind of works with the second district. And uh, there's also a ministerial association in the third district that gets together on a regular basis. And we regularly have CAPS meeting on our campus. Uh, and uh, we're uh, in the process of developing our new social uh, uh, ministry uh, committee. And we're doing listening sessions with the parishioners on August 20th with a workshop here at Our Lady of Africa to have a listening session for all of our parishioners about their concerns. And I know violence is probably the first one on the list for sure because violence affects all the communities where um, our, our uh, former parishes were and in this new parish. Absolutely. So uh, it's a necessary thing. And uh, we're always praying against violence here too. And uh, as uh, you know, uh, the former Holy Angels was where this started you know, uh, with Deacon Leroy Gill. And, uh, you know, one of the first things I was asked after I became pastor is, would we be willing to hold the service if it rained last year? And I said, <laughs> that's no problem. <laughs> that's no problem. Yeah. And I think Deacon Norman is trying to take it to a new level with even having uh, a breakfast back here with the deacons who attend and others who are interested and having a peace symposium. So uh, it's just not gonna end at the end of the mass on uh, at the 31st and uh, uh, the beach, you know, Oakwood Boulevard there. Uh, we're going to come back to the parish for breakfast with the deacons who come from all over the archdiocese. Uh, there's, it was very well attended last year and i know it's always been well attended i've attended two over the year or three i can't remember but i was there last year and it was very well attended and um, now deacon norman the new head of the deacons would like to bring it back to the parish and do even more yeah you know uh the the schedule is on the black catholic initiative website for the Archdiocese of Chicago, and it's going to be a great opportunity to, um, you know, to, to really expand um, our prayer. You know, and it's not just it's not just the 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 act of prayer at the beach, uh, Deacon Bob. You're absolutely right, but it's it's so much more. It's the it'll be the opportunity to to have um, fellowship afterwards. It'll also be a time to to have a, a moderated conversation on what we can do to continue to end violence here in the city of Chicago, which is. Um, you know, Deacon Lee, right to your point, you know, yes, you, you mentioned that uh, everybody wants to do something. And so part of that wanting to do something is through education, you know, um, and how we mm -hmm. all have how we all have a part to play and how we all can make a difference. And so part of mm -hmm. that will be through um, through that education there. 
Good. So, you know, uh, firstly, uh, you know, Deacon Leroy and um, Father Bob, I, I want to, on behalf of all, just thank you for your work uh, uh, in coordinating such a, an incredible prayer service that I know many of the deacons and the, the priests and the faithful of the Archdiocese really look forward to. Uh, I'm really looking forward to, to joining you all at that, and it's going to be a, a wonderful prayer service, and it'll be, you know, a time where I think we're, um, where all of, all of the people of the Archdiocese can come together uh, and really have a concerted uh, and intentional prayer for our school children as they begin a new academic year. Um, Father Bob and Deacon Leroy, can, I'm sure with you, as it is with me, you know, school is right around the corner. Um, at St. Mm-hmm. Thomas, our school kids start back up on the 22nd, and so uh, it'll be here before you know it, and so it'll be a good opportunity mm-hmm. for us to, to start the year, not just for our three schools, but all of the schools in the Archdiocese and indeed across the city in prayer um, to ask for God mm-hmm. to be, be with them as they as they begin a new academic year. So. Yep. Amen. 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 Yeah. Well, again, I want to thank you again for joining us. Um, our guests today have been Deacon Leroy Gill, coordinator of the Sunrise Prayer Service, and Father Bob Kelly, the pastor of Our Lady of Africa Parish. Um, you can reach our programming weekday mornings from 8 to 9 a.m. on WNDZ 750 a.m. and always on our social media platforms, including our YouTube channel, Catholic Chicago. This program is also available in podcast form wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Father Michael Trail, and we'll see you next time. Welcome back. Es fabuloso verlos. Dobrze jest znowu być razem. It's good to be together again. After so many months apart, pandemic capacity limits have been lifted, and we want to welcome everyone back to church. We can all pray together again. And listen as our choirs lift their voices in song. We've been together in spirit. And now when you are ready, our doors are open wide. Nuestras puertas están abiertas de par en par. Nasze drzwi są otwarte. And we're here to welcome you back to Catholic Mass. Ancestry and genealogy are more important every day. People all over the world are wanting to learn more about their family heritage for personal and for health reasons. At Catholic Charities, we are hearing from adults who lived for a brief time at St. Vincent's Orphanage, 
the wonderful, life-affirming agency that operated out of our headquarters for 91 years, serving thousands of women, children, and families until it closed in 1972. Our post-adoption services help adults who want to learn more about their experience at St. Vincent's. Our compassionate staff members provide whatever family background information they can offer, along with support and reunion services. To learn more, call 312-655-7093. That's 312-655-7093. The spirit of St. Vincent's lives on in the inspiring stories that continue to emerge today. I am a seminarian. The church needs compassionate and well-trained priests to help guide each of us through life. What inspires me, what draws me always to the priesthood is continuing to see priests be a beacon of hope for other people. You can play a part in the education of these young men as they prepare for a life of service to others. I want to be that beacon of hope too, and it, it sets my heart on fire. To support our seminarians, make your gift at archchicago.org slash seminarianfund or call 312-534-7959.